The following program was produced by Community Producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the Community Producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. Sorry, I'm chewing on a mint. <laughs> Caught me off guard. Hi, folks. It's Wednesday, April 18th. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for the night. This, again, is the 02148 program. It's my pleasure to be here. I'm here every month, um, alternating guests with Ed Lucy and Joe Piantadosi. And I believe we have a new alternating guest. Um, no, I think we have a fourth uh Guest host we're going to have with Jerry Leone. Is oh, that yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep. So I think he's uh, uh, debuting next week, and we're looking forward to that. But we're more concerned about tonight. We have a great show for you uh, this evening. It is my great pleasure to bring back an old friend. You may know him. He is the mayor of Malden. Mr. Mayor, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Did it's you see good. that? You know, I, I tried to. Oh, I yeah. Didn't get I've seen deal. it all. It's You've all seen good, it. You yeah. Know, you know. <laughs> Particles of mint spitting out. <laughs> but it's great to have you here because, you. Um, as you know, we, we had you scheduled for last month. Yep. And uh, a couple days before that Wednesday, I think it was March 21st, you were scheduled to come on. I believe that was the Wednesday. And on Monday, if you recall, they were scheduling the, the storm of the century. Mm, they were forecasting. Me. Don't remind right? me. $250,000. Well, yep. I, 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 I bring that up because so the following day, seriously, they, they were expecting a, a big storm. And, um, and the day before, uh, Malden Access said they were going to be closed. So I said, oh, we're not going to have a show. Um, and then I heard that you canceled the schools. And, um, you know, as it happened, as the night progressed that Tuesday night, uh, the forecast uh, was decreasing. Oh, that's the one we got wrong. Okay. <laughs> I thought I'd start off on. with a bang. <laughs> no, I bring that. I I bring that up because, like, what's the process for you that goes through it? I don't. I, I don't think you're wrong. I think. I think that's the call you have to make. Yeah. You know. But what, what is? How does that go? I should do a tell-all book. It's <laughs> uh, this. It, it's not an exact science, but uh, I can say that we always err on the side of caution. You know, it's better to be safe than sorry. Absolutely. And we felt, you know, we were coming off three nor'easters. We were at the tail end of March. Why would we risk something at that point? And that's why, you know, we made the call that we did. And we always try to do it uh, in accordance with our family schedules. You know, a lot of them have work schedules right. and finding sitters and that sort of thing. So we always try to make it ahead of time so people can adjust. And, um, you know, that one we just got skunked on, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not bringing that up. You didn't get it wrong. <laughs> you know, all the forecasts were wrong. And then, because yeah. I, I was like, isn't it supposed to be snowing Tuesday? Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention yeah, to the Yeah, we news. made the call. We were, we had it at 6 to 10 yeah. across the board. Yeah. You know, and then, like you said, as time went on, it just stayed south of Boston. <laughs> Which was great. I <laughs> on, thought it was great news. Yeah, on the money end, it was great. Yeah. You know, but uh, I was definitely in hiding for uh, 48 hours. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> You got to make that call because if you because if it's the reverse happens true, and you send true. the kids and that's to school why we do it. and uh, you know and it's treacherous conditions out there, then you're really going. That's hear why it. we so, do it the way we do it. Um, so, anyways, I didn't want to start, <laughs> but that was the reason why we didn't. So it's been a couple months since yep. I've been on, and um, as like uh, you know, you came, you visited several times. The old show we used to have with Giving Back. Yep. You've been uh, generous enough to come on this program before, and last year around this time was uh, right, uh, you just finished uh, the State of the City Address, yep. which is the same uh, scenario today. Last week of February. February 28th, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to get into that. We got some clips from, uh, from uh, that morning, which was very entertaining. And uh, I, I must say, I must encourage, we have a few clips we're going to show tonight. And it's all great stuff happening in Malden. But I encourage you to go look at it. 
Yeah, they can find it at www.cityofmalden.org. Right, and it's also on demand at Malden Access Television. Yep. And uh, you've really tightened up your ship. It's only about 45, <laughs> 46 minutes. So We've learned from the first year where I think we finished people were going to lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it, but it was um, it was very informative, and yep. we've we've t- we're going to touch upon a few things and, and get to a lot of stuff tonight. But I uh, appreciate you coming down. Absolutely, anytime. Um, you seem to have several notes there in front of you tonight. Yep. Don't this remind is, me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is just a little cheat sheet I keep when I'm out in the community. Yeah. Of things that people come up to me on. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, well, we, we just had a bit, the big holiday, your thoughts on the marathon this week, which uh, talking about weather was, I just felt so bad for those runners, not only the professional runners, but all those people who train and want to run for loved ones and, and brave, you know, they're just brave souls that went out there and no it was doubt. tough conditions. Yeah, we had about, I think, 125 from Malden. Is that right? Which included our Ward 5 school committee member, Tara Beardsley. Oh, fantastic. And, um, yeah, we were, we were very impressed. Uh, we did a little post up on uh, Monday, you know, just how um, you know, impressed we were with their effort. And determination because that would have been an easy one just to say ah you know i'll wait till next year well you and i if that was a 5k oh, we're yeah. not doing that weather <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> right let alone a marathon but i, I just you know because some people uh, ended up being treated and didn't finish and maybe some people didn't end up doing it and then it's a shame because the day before wasn't too bad actually yesterday and today were seemed like beautiful days to run yeah, but what, what some of them uh, told us was that uh they weren't going to miss it not only because uh, they were determined to run the race, but also because it was the uh, five-year anniversary. It's a five-year anniversary. Right. That's so right. So they were determined to make sure that we never forget by completing the race. Without a doubt. Yeah. And uh, God bless to all those that uh, participate in that um, day. Yeah. No, police, firefighters, first Everybody. responders. Yeah, the entire was, state. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. All right, so we're here to talk about what's going on in Malden. And as I mentioned, uh, the state, uh, what is it called? The State of the City Address. It is, yep. City, State. I always, state of the City. Yep. State of the City Address was February 28th. I was uh, there, and it was a packed house. 250, 300 people? Yep, I think so, right around there. Down Anthony's? yep. Yeah. Um, so we're looking to, uh, again, there's a few things we want to talk about, but I thought, I, I thought the intro was fantastic. Yeah, we try to... <laughs> You know, mix it up every year. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's because we want to keep people's attention. And also, we want to show the work that has occurred. Um, you know, we're going at such a, a fast pace that we never stop and think about what's happened. Yes. Or what's coming up. And so what the State of the City Address does is force us to, to do that. Right. And uh, that would not be possible from what I've learned after six or seven years. It's not... Me or uh, the other elected officials, but the staff around us, I think, have really risen to the challenge. It's probably the best group of you know people I've worked with in my 20 years of serving Malden. Yeah, and um, it was it was wonderful productions, wonderful job. Every uh, department, yeah, you know, was included. Oh, yes, and there's a lot going on across the board. Now that doesn't mean we don't have our challenges. We do, but Absolutely. It, it was good to see that despite that, there's some things that are happening. Yeah. So why don't we show that? And I thought this is a, a, a good opportunity. The people that weren't there, again, they can go on the website yep. and find it and look at it. But uh, we wanted to uh, show some of the clips from that morning. So, um, and we got, by the way, I want to, uh, we have a new intern in there tonight working with us, Mr. Henry Fisk. Welcome aboard. <laughs> um, we're going to put you to the test. Uh, we'll start with their first, I guess this was the introduction to the State of the City Address back on the morning of February 28th. Do we have that? Can we roll that?
virtual reality state of the city. I think people are going to love this. Wait a minute. Did everyone just see that? Yep. I think I pressed the wrong button, didn't I? You did. And we better get in there. As you just saw, one of the major highlights in 2017 has been the demolition of the former City Hall and police station. This past spring, we caught our first glimpse of what Pleasant Street will look like without City Hall blocking it. We are finally achieving the goal of reopening the street and connecting the downtown to Commercial Street and the Malden Center MBTA station. The developer, Jefferson Apartment Group, has begun construction of what will be a thriving mixed-use development. The project will include 22,000 square feet of ground floor retail opening onto Commercial, Florence, Exchange, and Pleasant Streets. Additionally, a publicly accessible plaza is planned, creating opportunities for civic events and outdoor dining for residents and visitors. Approximately 45,000 square feet of office space will make up our new City Hall, and we are expected to take ownership sometime in January of 2019. And we're back. Well, that was something. I got, I got to tell you, Mr. Mayor, <laughs> your comedic performances have, have come a long way since the early days. Well, You're really only a result of the team around me. Yeah. You know, I'm a pretty That's serious. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, great stuff. That's another opportunity to have a little fun. I know. It's wonderful. Um, but more importantly, talk to me more about this. Well, first I want to uh, say thank you for the Pink Floyd shout-out. I know Paul <laughs> Hammersley will be very pleased oh, yeah. because that was the song he chose for the intro. And Speaking of which, uh, if I could just digress for a minute. You just speak into the mic If I could bit. just uh, digress for a minute. I do want to uh, let Paul and his family know that we are all thinking of him today. Absolutely. We had a three-alarm fire at his parents' house on Ashland Street, My which goodness. I'm happy to say everybody got out safely, and that was a, a big credit to um, Caitlin Murphy and Noel Bowie Pierce of the Malden Police Department. So they, along with our fire department, the American Red Cross, Cataldo Ambulance, some really good neighbors, wow. uh, were, they, were able to help them, and now we have to stand with them in, in helping them to rebuild their lives. But, uh, but uh, Paul was big on Pink Floyd, and yes. So that's uh, yeah. how the intro came about. And uh, we just wanted to, I think, remind people, because it seemed like it was a long time ago, but it was just a year ago we knocked City Hall down. Unbelievable. And then we also wanted to show some of the timelines of how this development was going to roll out. And so that's what we, we did in that first clip. And um, the street will be two-way. I don't know if that was really uh, clear in the uh, opening. You'll be able to go all the way out on Pleasant and come in up until uh, Abbott Street, which then you would take a right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and thank you for saying that with Paul. And Absolutely. That, that was uh, real-life stuff, scary stuff. Thank no God doubt. everybody's safe. Yep. And uh, we will stand by them. Just talked to him tonight before I came on the show. So he's going to need everybody's uh, prayers and support. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, we also this intro piece was this, it's the single biggest project we're working on. So that's another reason why we wanted to lead off with it. Oh, yeah. 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 They're you can't, I can always see the demolition, you know, yeah. of a building. You just watch over and over again. And oh, yeah. We were just saying that off, yeah. off air. But I, I, I think the other thing, too, that should be pointed out, they're saying it could be the first in the state, if not the country, to have a mixed-use development consisting of retail, residential, and civic. Civic being the new city hall. All in one development. Is that right? Typically, it's retail residential yeah. office. Yeah. But uh, they're saying uh, they haven't quite, I think, verified it, but their initial reaction is they've never heard of this before. And City Hall is going to be condoized. So it's a condominium 
which we think will help us moving forward to never be in the position that we were, which was we just deferred the maintenance on the old city hall, gotcha. which created the problem that we had. And so uh, now every year as a condo owner, you know, we just call up and say we want that replaced, that painted, new rug. Ah. You know, so we never right. get into the position of let's just put it off. Right. So that's the whole. And, and the it, timeline? Uh, 2019. Wow. So they'll start uh, staggered occupancy in 2019 uh, for the residential. I think the city hall will be ready for the fall of 19. And uh, it's just been Im impressive to watch. Uh, there's been four people on our side, uh, Ron Hogan, who's been the lead. Right. Along with Debbie Burke, Maria Luis, and Tom Brennan. Uh, the city council, of course, played a role uh, in approving it. Uh, the state delegation, along with Governor Patrick and Governor Baker. It's just been a real team effort. And the developer, I think we really, you know, struck gold there because they have, um, they're going to do a lot of green space and uh, they're going to try and make sure that uh, the retail is something new and different, which the community has been asking for as part of this development. They're going to incorporate some of the historic church into the development. Oh, which, nicely uh, done. Nice didn't have to be there. Didn't have to be the case, but they wanted to make sure that the memory of the church was um, incorporated in. And do you, what kind of retail? It's about 25,000 square feet. Okay. Uh, they can't say anything just yet, okay. but they've been pleased with the response they've been getting. All right. Uh, you know, they've uh, engaged Graffito, I think it is the name of the company, uh, who is working with getting new retail in. Uh, but it's going to be different, they claim. And so if that's the case, then we will have a keep, uh, accomplished our goal, which one of the major ones was to try to beef up the retail at that end of the downtown. So, right. you know, so you're so proud of this? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, grateful, proud, yeah. every emotion you can think of because yeah. we've been chasing it for 20-some-odd years. I mean, there's been different iterations, and to finally see it happen, uh, I probably the biggest emotion is just how grateful I am to our team, you know, led by Ron Hogan. Yep. That had happened. A lot and of it's hard a reminder work. to, yeah, you just, I was just going to segue to that, that, you know, it's a reminder that life will never change in that it's about hard work and dedication. So there's no really app that could do what is happening up the street. It's a lot of just hanging in there, working together, and seeing what's happening as a result. Fantastic. Um, well, like I said, folks, uh, we're going to show a few clips tonight and touch on <clears throat> a few of the uh, topics and subjects that the mayor spoke about in all the new developments and things happening in Malden. But, again, I encourage you to go watch it. The, the, sure. the whole thing is just about 45, 46 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's entertaining, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's what the, the – touches on our past, it touches on the yep. present, it touches on the future. So I encourage everybody to do it. And speaking of new developments, um, the, the new police department, which is yep. fantastic over there on, on Eastern Ave. Yep. Um, in their second year now. In, second uh, year. Yep. And we got through um, all the punch list items and uh, things are going well. I just toured it recently. Um, it looks great. And I'm checking in off and on with the offices. I meet with our police chief, Kevin Molis, once a week. Yep. And so that's usually a topic of our discussion. And uh, from all accounts, it's working well. Well, and that happens to be the, the topic of our next clip. Okay. Which is uh, regarding our police department. So, gentlemen, if we can roll. Thank you. Next, let's move to the police department and load that category. We continue to see a downward trend in violent crime. This does not happen by accident and is due to the dedication and hard work of our offices. Recently, under the direction of Police Chief Kevin Molis, a deployment strategy was introduced that involves two additional offices being assigned to three separate patrol platoons. The intention of this strategy is to focus on traffic safety as well as targeted areas of crime. Also, as a new initiative, an inclusive autism program has been implemented thanks to the efforts of Sergeant J.P. Kelly, Detective Steve Mulcahy, and Malden resident Kate Raftery. The goal is to develop a network between families, schools, and police so that officers gain a working knowledge of autism and how to respond in an emergency situation. 
The department is also in the process of transitioning to the Massachusetts 911 wireless direct system. This transition will remove the third party when dialing 911 from a cell phone. Currently, the call is rerouted from a regional center. Under the new system, a 911 call will go directly to Malden's communication center, thereby eliminating a step in the process, shortening the response time, and improving public safety overall. This year, we also promoted four offices and welcomed six new offices. We promoted Lieutenant Danny Katana and Sergeants John Reynolds, Stephen Fitzpatrick, and Richard Bartholomus. Recently completing their training and new to the department are Officers Patrick Kinnan, Ayrton Borges, Corey Dontremont, Salvatore Pachi, Noel Bowie Pierce, and Amanda Grenier. By all accounts, these offices have hit the ground running and have been solid additions to the force. Okay, we're back, and there you have it. A glimpse into what's happening with our uh, fabulous police department. Um, I'll tell you, that autism program caught my eye that morning, and um, that's fantastic. It seems innovative, is it? Well, what's best about it, it emanated from someone within the community, Kate yeah. Raftery. She came to us on yes. her own volition oh. and said, uh, I have an idea, and credit to our police chief, Kevin Molas, and Captain Glenn Cronin. Uh, got together with Officer uh, Sergeant J.P. Kelly and Officer Mulcahy um, to figure out whether or not it can happen, and they're in the midst right now of uh, rolling it out. Fantastic so, yeah. stuff. Wouldn't have happened without Kate Raftery. And we were speaking off camera that, that 911 that you guys, they were just talking about, yep. that new system is actually in effect. Just implemented. I'd say uh, two weeks ago we announced it. And now when people call from their cell phone, it will go directly to Malden PD, whereas before it went out to uh, the Essex Regional Communication Center, then back to Malden PD. So it was just a technology thing. It took time to happen. Right. But we are now uh, in place. So every call from here on in from a cell phone will go right to Malden PD. Right to the PD. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So like you were saying, it'll just skip that middle part. Six yeah. seconds in time. Because Malden has a essence. lot of courtways and terraces and parks. So when it went out, there sometimes There's might have delay. been a delay. Yeah. yeah. Because we're just, we have so many crevices within our city. Uh, Malden PD knows those crevices. So by having the call go directly there, we think will help moving forward. And then one thing that should be mentioned that was left off, we had Officer... Um, McCusker passed Thank on. you for yeah, bringing that up. That was uh, a thank you for bringing that up. tough time for the police yes, department, but they handled it with class, and they're still fundraising for the family. God bless them. You know, sometimes yeah. you might have moved on after the wake and the funeral. Right. Not our uh, police department. They just had a fundraiser for the family not too long ago. So Absolutely. God yeah. bless. Thank you for bringing that up. That wasn't intentionally. Um, well, I'd be remiss to say this was all, uh, the whole state of the city was sponsored and Brought to us by the cha our wonderful Malden Chamber of Commerce, correct? Yeah, it's been a tradition for as far Forever. back as I can remember, yeah. yeah. And uh, they use it to help raise funds, which they then donate to charity themselves. So um, I think there were, like you were saying, close to 300 there. And uh, it's been a tradition that last week of February. What we do after that, because a lot of people can't make it at that time of the morning, yes. is we have it on our system, but we also bring it out into the community. So, for instance, we just showed the state of the city to the uh, Mass Senior Action Council oh, at the Senior Center. Oh, perfect. Uh, I think traveling. Uh, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, so we try to bring it around to show people. Excellent. And um, actually, her, her last day on the job was, was that day. Um, the executive director, I guess, for the last four or five years? I'd say so, yeah. Jenna Cuccimilio, she's been... Fantastic. Really has been. I mean, yeah. to show you her dedication, she actually attended just about all of our department head meetings, which yeah. she did not have to do, but it was an effort to try to let us know what the chamber is doing, and we let the chamber know what the government was doing. And uh, she was great to work with. Oh, yeah. Yep. She was dedicated, and uh, she moved on to Peabody. Yep. Right? Greener pastures. Gre <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you know the saying, all roads lead back to Malden. So That's right. she'll be back. Oh, yeah. Uh, she did a fantastic job. And I think has the, the new executive director, is it Joan Ford Moncho? Yeah, is she's uh, in place. She was there that morning. Okay. And uh, she's having a meet and greet in May. I think it's the first week of May. I thought I saw that. Yep. That's coming up. So Yeah, they get a great the organization. They do. Yeah. I think the uh, good work will continue. Fantastic. So uh, 
what a, we're almost wow halfway through this thing. <laughs> um, there's a couple of things I want to mention, not to break our Malden momentum, right. but this is actually Malden news. Um, I serve on the Bread of Life Board of Directors, as you know. I served with you back yep. in the day. And um, we have our annual golf tournament that is now scheduled for July 23rd, uh, Monday, up at Mount Hood Golf Course. Um, it was interesting. This year, we, in previous years, we've always had our reception back at Montvale Plaza. And with Marty and Marty's catering, and they do a wonderful job, and he's so generous uh, to the bread of life. Right. Um, if you hadn't heard, but they, they were selling that building. I right? did. And the, their last day of business, I believe, is June 30th that they're there. Mm-hmm. So we needed a new venue. Um, fortunately, Marty is still catering, so they're going to be catering our event. But I'm happy to announce the Irish American is oh, going great. to be our spot uh, after a a fun day of golfing all day up there in Melrose, Mount Hood. And all this information, actually our mailings are going out, I believe, at the end of the week. Um, It's not up on the website yet, but it'll be up in a few days, all the information. But it is July 23rd, so save the date. Um, Again, reception, raffles, fun back at the IA uh, immediately following the day of golfing. And, of course, Mount Hood's fantastic. They've been great to us up in Melrose. So I wanted to mention that. And if I could also mention the Walk for Bread, not the Bread of Life Walk for Bread, but the Project in Bread, Boston. which yeah. is the 50th anniversary this year, May 6th. And the Bread of Life, our organization, we have uh, someone starting our little team. Um, so you can go there and register for the race. If you go to projectbread.org or if you go to our website, you can learn more about that. So that is a huge uh, the 50th anniversary of that. No doubt. So that's always a fun day as well. Okay, back to, <laughs> back to business. Um, one of my favorite subjects and something that uh, I've always said to you, you've done a fine job as well as previous mayors, and this city has always done. They know how to honor our veterans. And uh, the director of Veterans Services, is that the title? Jarvis. Kevin yep. Jarvis mm-hmm. is doing, uh, has been doing a great job and continues to do a great job. So that's our next uh, clip okay. from the city address. So, uh, folks, if we could roll the veterans clip. And speaking of service and commitment, the next category focuses on our veterans. Director Kevin Javis continues to make sure our veterans have the services and resources they need. And from showing our gratitude at Malden's annual memorial and Veterans Day parades, to dedicating squares and restoring memorials, he also makes certain that we never forget the men and women who gave it their all for our country. This past Memorial Day, I joined City Councilor Paul Condon in announcing the formation of a World War I Monument Restoration Committee. The goal of this committee is to restore the 1920 monument at Dever Park that contains about 500 names of the estimated 2,000 Malden men and women who served during this war. The plan is to add two additional bronze plaques listing the names of the other 1,500 Malden residents. The project will cost approximately $50,000 and the city has organized an Adopt-A-Veteran program for residents who would like to donate toward the endeavor. We have also received a preservation grant of $15,000 from the Massachusetts State Historical Records Advisory Board. The work will be completed by November 11, 2018 to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I. As we remember those in uniform who have served in the past, I have also had the privilege to meet with some of our young men and women who are serving our country today. We thank them for answering the call to service and building their careers around defending and protecting our freedom. And we're back, and that's a little clip from the State of the City Address regarding uh, the, our Veterans Administration run yep. by Kevin Jarvis, mm-hmm. been doing a bang-up job for years. Um, Again, he could simply rest on his laurel. Oh, without he, a doubt. He never does. I mean, to take on this World War I restoration memorial. I love this. This is, um, yep. I'm, and, and, I'm, and I'm wondering, now I didn't know this, um, I guess that the, the the existing monument um, 
commemorates about 500 to 500 names or so from that area from that area yeah so we thought you know based on what happened with the world war ii memorial right let's do a citywide one right and so that's how it started with butch russell from the irish american club and paul condon the city council from that neighborhood oh what a great idea and kevin jarvis and others uh, have come together and have been meeting ever since rep altrino's on the committee police chief molas uh, kathleen manning hall has been involved debbie burke Fantastic. So they're making progress. As you know, they just started the campaign, Adopt a Veteran. That's right. And um, so there's upwards of, of 2,000 that actually serve from Malden, correct? Yes, yes. Um, so, so there's about 500 there. Right. So yeah. there's another 75%. And so we want to restore this monument, add the names. Correct. And the idea is to, and um, I actually uh, went on the, the city website, and there's, um, there's a couple of links to the names that exist. Yep. And then the names that are going to be added. Yep. So another 15 or 100 or so names. So we're so asking people to go on and check spelling, check names. Okay. See if we're missing any. Right. Um, but I think what, if I'm not mistaken, you'll have the original panel. They'll be flanked by two other panels that will incorporate all the names. And we're aiming to unveil it um, Veterans Day. So you can actually, so you send your $25 in to Kevin Jarvis over there on Pleasant Street. Yep. All the information's on the website. Um, now, you can actually pick out a name mm -hmm. and write that name, the one that you want to adopt. If you don't, just send your $25 in. The It'll city go to the overall project. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's just one. That's a, a war that. You know, kind of a forgotten years. war. And it's a 100-year anniversary, yep. right. And so. there was just some horrific losses yeah. and casualties in that war, staggering right. numbers. And for them to take it on, they've been meeting uh, just about every couple of weeks since. Is that right? Veterans Day. Yeah. And uh, it's been nothing but short of be so impressive to watch. Yeah. 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 And uh, again, you know, we, we and it's warranted, of course, but the, you, you get the romanticism of World War II and Brokaw's greatest generation. And yep. And, of course, we, we honor all our veterans. Korea, yeah, we're doing Vietnam, uh, two Gulf more Wars. memorial squares. And Today's veterans in Afghanistan, I mean, it, it never stops. Right. Um, say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, so we're doing a couple of more memorial squares, which we try to do oh, yeah. you know, every That's year. Another. And uh, the last part of that clip was making sure that uh, the people going in, we try to spend a little time with them as well. So uh, Director Jarvis and myself will sit with the recruits. And, uh, wow. Try to offer them whatever we can on behalf of the city, whether it's uh, the benefit side or uh, Director Jarvis will tell them his experience when he was enlisted. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And you and then you that wasn't the first time you've met with some of our service people, right? No. Nope. I mean, we try to make that a regular occurrence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have them up at the mayor's office, show them around a little bit, talk about the city, and that's something we've tried to make routine over the years. Fantastic. Again, um, check that out. Those of you uh, are interested in helping out, it's a great campaign because I think it's, the number is upwards of $50,000. Yeah, I think that was the uh, estimated budget. Yeah. So we've been, as you saw, we got a grant for 15000 okay. from the Secretary of State's office. A good uh, there's someone that is going to step forward and contribute $10,000. I can't say yet who, but that'll be at the end of April. So it's starting to pick up steam. Oh, yeah? Yep. Right, and we, of course we have uh, Memorial Day coming up, yep. and then we'll, I don't want to wish the summer away, but of course Veterans right. Day uh, next November. Yeah. Uh, so again, uh, another great uh, thing that's happening in Malden, um, and that t this isn't uh, a little off course here, but I was reading. I don't know if this is part of our clips or not, um, but I remember from that morning, um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, were involved with Habitat for Humanity. Mm -hmm. Could you speak about that, it, it, the actual uh, property on Main Street? Yep. Uh, there's a property up where um, PV used to be. Okay. And it's been vacant for some time now. It actually became somewhat of a problem property for us. So it's owned by the Malden Redevelopment Authority, and so the executive director that Debbie Burke and her team have been trying to uh, sell it for several years uh, to no avail. And Councillor Debbie D. Maria, I think at the time was on the school committee, introduced us to this organization called Habitat for Humanity. We fell in love with them right away and have been trying to match them up with a potential development for years. And uh, finally, this came together. Uh, they were the um, highest bidder on the property, and so now we're working logistics with them to hopefully 
break ground soon, all of the units will be affordable uh, in that development. Fantastic. And, and we're hoping this will be the beginning of... Because, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if you've heard, when I heard Habitat, I think of uh, President Jimmy Carter, former yep. President Jimmy Carter, where you used them. involved with that, right? Yep. That's them. Yep, so the families have to contribute to the work of the development, right. putting together the homes. But uh, we've we've checked them out. We've met with them numerous times. Uh, Councilor Di Maria, right, huge advocate, sure. And the councilor of the ward, uh, Ryan O'Malley, was uh, there with open arms as well. So we're hoping again to make that happen within the next year. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, is it me or are we? Are we, we was a lot of beer talk in that <laughs> night, that morning. We got some some new businesses coming in. Yep. I knew, uh, uh, is it a couple new microbreweries coming in? Yes. So I know yes. Faces. I remember Faces. Faces uh, on Pleasant. Faces on Pleasant. Which will be the former Bank of America building located at Middlesex and Pleasant. Okay. Yep. So um, they just started work, and I think they're aiming for a fall opening. And if I remember correctly, uh, sort of a high-end sports bar with a uh, brewery in the back. Wow. And there's talk of doing some other things within so it's uh, purchased. It's going to be run by the Martinetti family, who owned Lanes and Games on Route Two. Oh yeah, um, in I Cambridge. Yep. So it's a you know mom, dad, and their three sons operation. So we uh, spent some time with them. We feel very good about this. And, good news. Uh, again, they're opening in the fall. And then the former uh, Ryan Family Amusements. As much as it pains me. Uh, for I them know. to be gone. That's your childhood, oh, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and adulthood. They, they've been, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they've been purchased by, uh, well, they're working with uh, Louis Barreto, who's, oh, you know, one sure. of our great partners oh, yeah. of LNL. Uh, he purchased the building and now is working out a lease with Mystic Brewery out of Chelsea. So they would have an uh, indoor, outdoor beer garden, uh, some games, I guess, Jenga, giant Jenga. Okay. Yeah. And uh, cornhole games, I guess. That got quite the chuckle when I said that at That's the <laughs> breakfast. I wasn't sure, but yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. So looking, there's going to be a nightlife happening. Yeah, I think we feel pretty good on the restaurant scene. Oh, yeah. That's the been residents. for a while. Yeah, yeah. we've got the residents in the downtown now. So I think we're trying to come up with some alternative things, and we think this is a good compliment. Listen, I, uh, you, know, you know me. Yeah. I don't like to be a party pooper. I don't like to be a Debbie Downer. Any other things you can think of that uh, iterate that kind of sentiment? But listen, when you go up to the plate, you're not always going to hit a home run, right? Right. Is that a fact? Yes. Do you know where I'm going with this or am I? No. Okay. A year ago. I know it's not about snow. You already got that out of the way. So I'm curious to, as to what it's going to be. I was trying. <laughs> a, a weak attempt at a baseball metaphor. But a year ago, there was talk. And there were good signs towards uh, benchmark signs that uh, about the minor league ballpark. Right. So I just wanted to bring that up again. No, no, that's nice. sure. No um, problem. Uh, we gave it our all, and it didn't work out. Uh, major League Baseball, I think, just couldn't wrap their arms around having a minor league team here with Lowell, you know, not too right. far away up north. Right. Uh, and then the one in uh, Portland, I think it is. So it just didn't work out. But uh, I think you know us by now. We got right back up uh, at plate, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better term. And they, we're now they, working. Red Sox with are hot, folks. <laughs> we're working with one of the subcomponents of the original proposal, which was uh, potentially to have minor league soccer in its stead. So instead of baseball, it would be minor league soccer. Okay. And there would be uh, sort of the same components: restaurant, retail, yes, potential hotel. So uh, we're working with the National Grid to see if uh, there's some interest there on their end and see if we can put something together. The good news about this new proposal, it will not involve any of the parcels on Canal Street, which even if we could have got past Major League Baseball, I'm not sure we would have been able to pull it off because most likely those parcels might have been taken by eminent domain, which I don't know if would have, it would have happened. Yeah, so. okay. I know there, there, were, some, there were some obstacles yeah. there. So this uh, one does not require those parcels, so okay. it, it really could be just a deal between National Grid and, and this um, developer. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Just want to update the folks on yep. that situation. And uh, back to really the, you know, the future of Malden, which is our kids yep. and the schools and all the great stuff that's no happening doubt. there. So why don't we uh, – this is our, our last clip that we're going to show tonight. Again, I encourage you to go watch. It's only 45 minutes. It's a great – 
Um, it, it's great to see what all the great stuff that's happening in Malden. So go to the website and see that thing. But I want to roll a clip about our kids and all the great stuff sure. that's going on with our school. So could we roll that one? While on the subject of our young people in careers, let's head to the school department. This year, we welcome Superintendent John O'Terry, who was immediately struck by all the good things happening throughout the district. As you can see, our students, teachers, and administrators work hard to achieve amazing successes in and out of the classroom. It then came as no surprise to learn of the recent niche report that provides comprehensive rankings on schools. Malden Public Schools scored 56th out of 339 across the Commonwealth as the best school district, took the number one spot for diversity, and we were 47th as the district with the best teachers. Another accomplishment is that Malden High School is now the first comprehensive non-vocational technical high school to be certified as a pre-apprentice site. In partnership with the Massachusetts Division of Apprentice Standards, students are able to earn pre-apprentice hours in labor, carpentry, culinary, mechanic, maintenance, custodial, and HVAC. We were pleased to congratulate some of the students who were awarded their pre-apprenticeship certificates for their hours of work on the tiny house project. In sports, our student athletes are breaking records like never before. From indoor track to swimming, Malden High School is home to new milestones for future generations to achieve. I also want to wish the boys basketball team luck as they prepare for their state tournament game tonight against St. John's Prep, as well as the boys ice hockey team when they play Swampscott on Thursday. We also stay focused on providing a safe and secure learning environment. At the high school, new card readers and automatic locks on all exterior doors have been installed. We have also added 360 degree cameras in all hallways, as well as cameras in all stairwells. We are now in the process of obtaining estimates for additional security cameras in all the K through eight schools. As far as improvements, this year, there has been work on several of the school gyms, replacement of carpeting in some of the libraries, and painting of hallways and stairwells. Additionally, it is believed that for the first time in nearly 40 years, the swimming pool at the high school was refurbished. Repairs included repainting, new lane markers, installing of LED interior lighting, and upgrading of timing equipment. Finally, this past fall, the New England Holocaust Memorial in Boston was damaged by a Malden team, but this negative incident was quickly made positive. Students took the initiative to learn about the significance of this memorial that honors the victims who suffered unspeakable atrocities during World War II. They organized a trip to the site where several students read biographical accounts about victims whose stories were never told. Boston Mayor Marty Walsh was so impressed that he departed from his schedule of events to commend the students for turning this act of vandalism into a positive learning experience. 92-year-old Holocaust survivor Israel Arbeiter was also impressed and joined us at the site and then at Malden High School. He shared his horrific experience so that our youth would gain a true understanding of what happened during World War II and the significance of the memorial. Like the students, I am honored to have met Mr. Arbeiter, and I am proud to call him my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please join me in giving Mr. Israel Arbeiter, who is here with us this morning, a big round of applause. Well, folks, we're back. As you can see, that was um, an emotional moment. Sure uh, was. Still at, is. At the city address and still is. Um, and, and actually, we, we cut that. That standing O went for quite for some time. Yeah. And deservedly so. I just so. had uh, lunch with Israel Arbeiter last week. I went up to Newton to see him. We've formed a friendship now. Wonderful. Yeah. 
He's a wonderful great guy. Tribute. Yeah. So uh, talk a little bit about that event or what the kids did. Well, it's a moment I'll never forget. As long as I live, I was uh, home, finally, on the couch, getting ready to go Netflix. And then I got a call from our police chief, Kevin Mollis, who said, uh, you know that incident that occurred in Boston with the uh, desecration of the Holocaust Memorial? I said, yeah, a Malden teen had committed the act, allegedly. Right. right. And so, you know, I immediately, my heart sank, uh, just yeah. because I know how hard we've worked in Malden. Uh, to be a great city, uh, but then credit to our students. Yep. They were uh, the next day wanting to help yep. fix, repair what happened, and so they uh, coordinated their efforts to travel into Boston to meet with Israel Arbeiter and others to learn about the memorial and to figure out how they can make the situation right, right. is what they told me. And they Fantastic. were so impressed with Mr. Arbeiter, they had him out to Malden High School where he spoke, about his um, his life, and again, we've been friends ever since. So a bad incident turned into a, a positive. Absolutely, and these kids just jumped into action. Absolutely, I was so yeah. impressed. It was in the middle of the summer. They yeah. were just getting back into school. They could have easily said, oh, you know, that was a summer thing. Nope. They were there a month from the day when the incident occurred in Boston, spending time there. Fantastic, yep. and um, they're doing stuff all the time. As a matter of fact, if I may, yep. I feel like Ed Lucy I'm pulling out the, the <laughs> newspaper. Um, I was reading The Advocate, which is my favorite paper because yep. it's free. <laughs> and uh, I came across this great article, uh, again, about uh, our kids. Uh, Malden High School Juniors Nonprofit Benefits Individuals in Need. Of course, a lovely picture, uh, you with the students. Yep. Um, and they started this nonprofit called Home Starters. Now, I guess the idea for Home Starters was sparked when the students learned that gently used furniture seized during the eviction process was often discarded as trash. Mm -hmm. They wanted to find a way to distribute the furniture to people in need and saw this as an opportunity to help others and the environment. They developed a website, marketing materials, and distributed flyers and applications to social service agencies to get the word out. Um, they've also networked with owners of eviction warehouses and accept furniture and monetary donations from the community. Um, they held fundraisers to cover the costs associated with the project, including bake sales um, and homemade crafts sold at the Malden Pop-Up pop Art Shop, and they have fundraisers planned for the near future. But yeah. this is, Home Starters is also working with local businesses to obtain storage space and moving. Truck. And the beat goes on. I mean, this yeah, happened that's after I mean. the state of the city. So when you think that state of the city addressed on education, yeah, that might have been just that year. This happened immediately after that. And, uh, you know, what is even more impressive is these are juniors. Oh, yeah. And I don't know it's, if you remember, but junior era, I wasn't starting up an organization No, like that's this. what I mean. I mean these so, kids are so inspired yeah. yep. and motivated. They're and, socially uh, aware. and um, it, it makes you feel good about... Uh, it's probably, you know, if, if my term were to end today, this would be my... My greatest experience is getting to know a lot of exceptional students in the Malden Public Schools and elsewhere. I mean, we're home to three separate systems. That's right. So I've been uh, to all three. And uh, I think the students, you know, I know there's some people fear what the future holds. I don't, based on getting to know for the past six or seven years some of these students. I think, I think we're in for a pretty good future. It's awesome. So, anyways, this story and a lot of other great stories are in the the, the current advocate. Yep. Uh, so this is the April thirteenth. That's the I latest, think their right? website's homestarters.org. Oh, that's mistaken. right. For further information about Homestarters, you can also call seven eight one three 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 seven eight 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 or visit www.homestarters. No, home dash starters. Yep. Dot org. And they did this in conjunction with one of our new businesses on Summer Street called High Expectations, which is run by Lynn Ledded. It's to the left of Pearl Street Station. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's inspiring stuff. So I, I want look at this. We're, we're down to our last uh, eight to ten minutes left, and I certainly wanted to highlight um, our kids in the schools. And um, it's just inspiring stuff. It is. It's what uh, motivates me each and every day. Yes. I try to spend more time. You know, if you look at uh, our schedule, most of it's spent at the schools and at the different events, you know, where we get a chance to just see how great these students are. By the way, I, I mean, the events that you're at, I sometimes look at it, I say, wait a minute, he's at this event. 
Now, now, hold on a second. This event, they're happening simultaneously. <laughs> It's like you're cloned. It's unbelievable. It's uh, it's the only way to do it right. I mean, I could easily sit up on the fourth floor of City Hall and just uh, type away. But I think to truly get the experience and to and to help our city, you have to be out there. Yeah. And so that's why I, you know, even seven, six, seven years later, my schedule is the same as it was the first year, which is being out in the city constantly. Yep. That's and where I. That's where I met uh, the students who. Uh, Put together this new organization, Home right. Status. Right, and 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 probably is what 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 causes this, folks. Right. <laughs> this is just people coming up to you, ideas, thoughts in your head. Yep. You write down notes. Yep. Look at that. They're looking for information. I've had a good run. Wow. Some of them are, you know, frustration markoffs, but. And uh, you know, you follow up on every one of them. Try to. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. Because I think it's so easy in this fast-paced society to forget and we try not to we don't you know we don't do it with all of them but i think we have a pretty good track record of responding to people for better or for worse sure yeah because i mean you you don't, you don't can't help everyone they're not all throwing roses at you right yeah that's for sure i mean so you're out there um you know listening to to people's issues problems whatever yep as well and um but you're there and you face the music and um it's it's inspiring to watch you. Yeah, we just did a good uh, new thing that we're doing. It's called uh, City of Malton Live, which is people can come and ask their question, or they can ask it via Facebook from their home. Really? Yeah, we just had our second or third one last week. How's that going? It's great. Yeah, yeah we got about, uh, I think, 60 or 70 people at the same time on Facebook. Um, so we're going to continue that format moving forward for a little while. Fantastic. Yeah. You enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, that's instant. That's our, you know instant access right yep real time that's the that's why social we do it. media and yep. that's that's what you're all about that's why we try to do it that way uh fantastic um well we're down to our last few minutes i'd be remiss because i always ask my guests and i know you're a sports fan what do you think of these socks number one and i'm going to get into our playoff teams but uh i think they're is it 14 and 2 something after like that. last night yeah although i'm still have a grudge that Uh-oh. you know major league baseball wouldn't Give us the opportunity. Oh, okay. But aside from that, yeah, they've been uh, great to. Oh my God! To follow. I think it's the. Uh, I heard it was the greatest start in franchise history, which I wasn't aware of. Yeah, I just I wish I had known what I know now uh, a month ago when we were drafting the fantasy baseball team. <laughs> so I don't have any Red Sox on it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they've already had a couple of injuries already too. Yeah. So they're uh, weathering some early storms and sure just uh, lighten it up. So. Yeah, that's par for the course in Boston. Yeah, it's a great town. And yeah. in the first time, I, I think it happened before. I might have been in 07 or maybe a couple times in the marathon history, but that traditional game was canceled. Right. Right? The Red yep. Sox at 11 o'clock game. I used to go to that game. Um, so that's how bad the weather was that day. And, of course, I know you're a hockey fan as well. The Bruins are uh, surprised everybody this year. Yeah. I mean, it just, um, again, like you said, it's one of the great things about Boston is that uh, – there is no time during the year to sit back. All of the teams. Oh, I know. And even, <laughs> you know, and of course, uh, and give the Celtics their due, too. They're up yep. 2-0 mm-hmm. uh, against Milwaukee. The Bruins, I think, go tomorrow night. They're up 2-1 over Toronto. So things are looking up on both those series. And, of course, like you said, we're just coming off. It was a tough Super Bowl loss. Don't, don't remind me. God, yep. uh, you know, this is embarrassing. Still don't of, get that one. I know. Yeah. But, but all people are talking about, they're not even playing, and they're talking about the draft. And uh, what a town. Sure what is. A sports town. Never gets old. It's an embarrassment of riches, <laughs> and we like to gloat <laughs> here in Boston. Um, well, again, our time is wrapping up. You know what? I wanted to – I didn't mention this. There's no rhyme or reason I'm bringing it up now, but um, I believe I had your well, – I know I had Karen Hayes on earlier this year. Actually, the, the end of 2017, and we had brought up the bike program. Um, at the time, you know, the model program, they were – Everybody was seeing green bikes. Oh, dockless, yep. Yeah. And the bike share program, yep. The bike share program. And mm-hmm. there was, what are all these bikes doing around town? And we were, we were g- giving two opportunities, I think. Yeah, we were piloting uh, two programs. Uh, the lead person from the city council was Ryan O'Malley. Right. And we spent the winter, you know, looking at both companies and how they fared. And we decided to go with Line Bike, which we announced at the State of the City address on uh, February 28th. So I'd say in the next week or so, you'll start to see the bikes roll out. 
into the onto the streets of Malden. Yeah, and I think it was uh, you know if it, you know older folks like me are going, what the heck's going on? But it's well, it's been well received. Well, the, the the biggest user are our students. You know, That's what we, I mean. we for years have been trying to figure out how to promote health and wellness. Right. This does that. You know, for a population that typically, you know, isn't active as they should be. So at the high school, for instance, um, it's probably when you look at the hot spots of bikes, that uh, has the greatest amount of bikes on a daily basis from last year's pilot program. So we think this is a win-win. Plus, with the new bike path. Yes. Uh, you know, the Northern oh, Strait Community Trail. That's another of Malden. Sure is. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, you look at the projects that have happened. Probably one of the most impactful is that one. All ages, all yeah. people yeah. using it on a daily basis year-round. They actually, you know, they get after us to make sure that it's uh, the snow's blown off after a storm. I'm gonna, I was going to say, <laughs> people are getting frustrated waiting for the good weather to come. Yeah. Um, and it's coming. We're yep. supposed to get 60s. Next week. Next week. Okay, down to our last couple of minutes. Again, I want to mention the Bread of Life Golf Tournament um, that's happening Monday, July 23rd up at Mount Hood Golf Course in Melrose. And again, our reception will be back at the our own Irish American here in Malden. The good folks over there are donating uh, the hall to us, so we like to thank them for that. And it's going to be a great day. Always and you've is. always supported the yep. Bread of Life. We will again. Now, you don't golf, though, do you? Nope, You're more I'm of a bowler. bowler. Yeah. We're more bowler. Yeah. We should maybe do a bowler, uh, some kind of <laughs> bowling fundraiser. But you, we have a couple in Malden yep. already. Yeah, YWCA and the Golden Tornado Club. Well, Gary, it's been great having you. Anything you want to say to the fine folks? No, I just want to continue city? to thank the community for this opportunity. Uh, I know I said that in 2012, and uh, I'll say it every time I can because, you know, to um, stand on the stage of Jenkins Auditorium, which is where I was uh, elected class president and had hoped then I'd become 1986. Mayor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to become mayor and to have it happen. I just uh, couldn't be more grateful. And I want to thank the community for it. Well, we appreciate you coming down and you're always welcome back. Um, thanks for your time. Thank you. And uh, as I've always said, I, I think the city's in great hands uh, with you at the helm and, and your great staff as well no doubt so After we got some good people in the city best group i've seen in my time all right folks all right. Well, thank you thank you thanks for coming down folks i wanted i think i'd be remiss if i didn't mention the country lost uh one of its uh gems this week and uh, you might have heard yesterday former first lady barbara bush passed away she was our first lady 1988 to 1992 during uh george herbert walker bush's uh, term as president, and uh, I think no matter where you fall on the political spectrum, we can all agree she was uh, mm -hmm. a, a woman of class and, um, and was feisty as well. So if I could end today with a quote from Barbara Bush, uh, you'll indulge me. She says, never lose sight of the fact that the most important yardstick of your success will be how you treat other people, your family, friends, and coworkers and even strangers you meet along the way. That's from Barbara Bush. Not bad advice, huh? Sure isn't. Thank you, Malden, for inviting me into your homes once again. We'll be back next month. Uh, we'll see you then. God bless. Spring is coming. I know it. Hang in there. It better. <laughs>